The future of radio. 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 The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I'm just, I'm a little bit upset. Because number one, yes. why have you not been telling me about because this? Because I, I just like, keep seeing it, but I'm always in a why rush. Why would you keep this from me? Because I'm always in a rush, and plus I know like this is a gift, and I don't want to like use all my gifts at the same time, so what? I wanted to kind of hold on to this one for but, a little bit. But what goes on in your world that this is just such a, eh, whatever, yeah, that's happening right now. I see this every day. No big deal. I'm not even going to bring it up. It's pretty weird. It is pretty it's weird. Pre- and is that like a nude that woman? Yeah. There's okay. a couple of them. I didn't get a picture of the big one. There is so much going on here <laughs> that I have a ton of questions, and I have, I believe, possibly some theories and answers that we need to go through today. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. Lots to talk about, but I do want to remind everybody to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on that Audible link. Sign up for a free trial from Audible, get two free books, and we just suggest, we kindly suggest that one of those books that you pick up would be The Zombie Who Cried Human. If you please. By Mr. Brian James Freeman from Cemetery Dance Publications and narrated by yours truly, and Sarah. Yes. Listen, and we sound so grown up in it, too. Yeah, (laughs) thanks, Greg, for the the (laughs) raving endorsement of my skills. I much appreciate also, it. Also, Sarah. No, it's Sarah and I both did uh, narrations for this book, so you get to you get both of us for the price of one. It's it's pretty cool. We're very excited about it, and we've loved doing it. So the zombie who cried human, uh, pick that up when you sign up for your free trial from Audible at FunEmploymentRadio.com. All right. I don't even want to delay this anymore. It's we-, we need to discuss because what Greg, is- because the first thing that happens after the weekend, let me just tell you, especially you know when you know because we do our own thing, and he's like, "What are we going to talk about today?" And I'm like. Well, first of all, just say thank you in advance because you didn't even know. I've never even told you about this. This has been there for a couple months now. Uh, this has been there for a couple of months. Yes. All right. So let's st- let's just lay the groundwork here. So Sarah, in case you don't know, lives in an apartment building in southeast Portland. Sure do. With uh, I don't teeny, know, tiny, adorable apartment. You live in a tiny little apartment, but in a building full of other people. There are a lot of other people, mm-hmm. multiple stories. It's one of those older buildings that are that are are, are around southeast Portland. One of the ones Portland. that uh, Portland has flagged that once the big one hits the earthquake around here, I will just be a pancake. Ah, there's a lot of us. Yeah, that but way. you know what? I, I knew that I would be a pancake when I moved into that's like a hundred and something year old. That's the majority of the city. I mean, whatever. Exactly. It's, that's what it's going to be. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Uh, if that happens, probably won't be able to get a podcast out for a while. So there probably you know. Not. If you hear about the big earthquake, it's going to be like, difficult for us. Whatever happened to that, that Greg and that Sarah? We'll still maybe be here. We'll be flattened we'll in be our recording. respective We'll be recording. You buildings. just won't be able to. Yeah, you're <laughs> yes. right. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but beside all that, so it's a building with a lot of other people, and there's uh, multiple stories. Mm-hmm. There's a <laughs> giant basement that is included in this building, and you don't really know many of your other tenants. No. You you're the weird lady at the end of the hall. Yes, um, I know. I know one, and he's you don't that, clean your kitchen. There's I, co- I clean smells. my actually my kitchen has been quite clean lately, probably because I haven't used it in like three weeks. Okay, I just never use my kitchen. All right, so there's the, the oh yes, there are secret rooms that have been found, and I'm going to get into my because I have my existing theory that we've talked about before on the show, and. I, I think this just adds in to my existing theory. I don't it's, know whether should I should I re- recount my theory first or after. You probably news. why don't you do it first because then okay. we can build so on So here's the deal. What's already there. This old old ass building 
with secret, I kid you not, and this is actually true, there's a video on our YouTube channel for Fun Employment Radio, uh, hit subscribe on there, that'd be great, that we showed uh, walking down the end of the hallway where, uh, where Sarah lives, and there is a secret room that was found on accident when they were trying to do repairs, some room that had been covered up sometime long ago. For years and years, like, they didn't even, on the blueprints, have uh, any record of there being a room here. It was under the stairs. There was a water line that had posted. And so one day I came home, and they were just... broken or something? Yeah, it had broken in there, and they were trying to figure out a way to finagle around inside of the building because there were so many rooms and apartments to get there. And they were like, oh, you know what we'll do? We'll just go through this wall underneath the stairs and uh, see if we can get at that darn pipe. And I saw it when it began, and they started, like, hitting the, you know, they were, like, hammering through. And then there's like, oh, okay, there's an entire room in here. And as they opened it up, there was a wood floor, like, a, a finished wood floor inside of there. They think it must have been sealed for at least like 50, 60 years. They don't know wow. when it was sealed because it had an old dumbwaiter that isn't really uh, attached to anything else really in the building. But here's the thing. Because there's a dumbwaiter, that does connect somewhere. Yeah. It's going in between different rooms where people probably have carved out hidden doors in the backs of closets, and that's where they're going through. My sister that's- had a dumbwaiter, and she also lived in, an, uh, when she lived in uh, Portland briefly, and she lived in an, a super old apartment as well, probably about around the same um, Age is mine. And she had a dumbwaiter in her bathroom. And she would hear, because you could hear people talking, like, her apartment was super fucking haunted and creepy anyway. But you could hear echoes, like, through uh, the dumbwaiter in her bathroom of, like, other people's conversations. That's weird. In the building. Yeah, and then it was just, it always felt really creepy there. Like, her and Michael lived there for probably two or three months, and they're like, we're, we're getting out of here. Yeah. yeah. There are lots like of, that. like, well, they're plowing down a lot of them. But if you, you know, there are lots of still really cool old creepy apartment buildings. There, there, yes, there, there, and there are, it does seem like it's a high number going, but it's not all of them. Yeah, there's, there's still a the, lot of the them. The majority, I would say 90% are still there. It just seems like I will that. say, knock on wood, all the, I've lived here for, geez, a long time now, um, and all the apartment buildings I've ever lived in have all been old and they're all still up. Okay. At least right now. Some of them deserve to go. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to say, I'm not against all construction here. Some, some of them need to go. Like the one that I lived in, that one needs to go. Uh, but back to what we're talking about. So uh, referring to the dumbwaiter that went through all the different floors. So someone's attractive cousin in the live chat for the Fun Employment Ready Supporters Club. It's $6.99 a month. The first week is free, $80 for the entire year. If you get the year, you get to come here in studio, watch a live show. Uh, regardless, you end up getting a Fun Employment Radio supporters pin, which if you are a Supporters Club member and you haven't had yours, uh, gotten yours yet, send us an email. I know Sarah's working on Sebastian up in Canada yes. to get his to, to him. Um, but, uh, yeah, let us know, and we'll make sure you get your supporters pin. So, anyway, taking a look here in the live chat. Yeah, because let us know also, because I've sent out the thing, but if you didn't get it, just let me know. I'll send out another one. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. we did have some mail issues for some yes. of this stuff. Um, Okay, but anyway, the live chat stays in there, so you can always go back, and, and even if you're not listening live, you can check it out. So, uh, he said uh, they most likely patched over the dumbwaiter doors on higher floors. Yeah, they probably did. This is what I'm saying, though, when we start getting into my theories. So, okay. yeah, they patched over some of them. And I will say I do have some lumpy patching on, like, my – so, like, one of the rules of my apartment building – But you weren't near where the dumbwaiter was. No, that but I'm also – but anyway. there are also – yeah, there are spaces. I mean, there are still, like, the old milk doors. Like, I don't know if you know what those are. 
like the milk door at the bot, like the short doors. Yeah, like the small doors that are um, that basically connected the outside of your apartment. Like that's where the milkman used to deposit the milk. So it was like the small little door next to your actual door, and you could lift it up. Milkman would put the milk in there, and then you could take it out from the other side. Oh, so yeah. there are like still old milk doors. There are like dumb waiters. There are air shafts. I mean, it's just. There's all kinds of weird spaces and things that shouldn't be there. So so here's the thing for the dumbwaiter part, though. What I was saying is if it is patched up on those higher ones, yeah, maybe it was at some point. But I guarantee whoever has been living in those walls has carved out their own little separate doors so it looks like the wall. But that way when you're not there, they just pop it open probably at the backs of closets, probably where they are because nobody's going to be noticing it back there. You're just like, oh, it's a weird patching on the wall in the back of my closet in this really old house. No big deal. That's where he comes in at night, because I believe, in my theory that we've talked about before, I believe there is someone that lives in the walls of Sarah's apartment building. And I have some good evidence to back that up. There is, you know, number one, there's this hidden room. Could have been hanging out in there. The wall, man. I mean, there, then, was, there was a functional dumbwaiter in there at some point, And there was dumb- at least the open air part. Like, now they have it, like, fixed up and they repainted it in there, but the dumbwaiter's totally locked down like they have locked it. But that's just pathways to get through the building. It's easy access. He scales it because the wall man's been in there so long he can just go, you know, scale up the walls. On top of that, he's been, he goes into rooms every night. The theory basically behind wall man is this. He's there. He can eat anytime he wants because it's a giant apartment building. Somebody's always gone and you go in into somebody's refrigerator and you eat just a little bit. Just a little bit of the leftovers. Just a little bit of this. Just enough where they, you're like, oh, man, did I eat that much last night? Oh, I guess I wasn't paying attention. Like, Maybe I, I only more had I half a block of cheese. Did I have three quarters of it? Yes, because everybody's eating blocks of cheese by mm. themselves. And so, so you know, he's, he's going around there, and he can perfectly sustain himself. He can use the bathroom whenever he wants. He's got multiple different bathrooms to use. Shower it up. I mean, it's really kind of the perfect life that he's living. Wall man, in that he can go anywhere he wants. And then at night, he just figures out, okay, who's not staying the night tonight? Oh, they're not here. I'm going to go sleep in their bed then. And he just sleeps in the bed in this comfortable way and okay, gets up in the morning. Weird. That's not something like that's happening, by the way. There. That is not true. Like he does during the daytime when he takes naps in people's rooms, like maybe somebody named Sarah who wouldn't necessarily notice if somebody had been uh, sleeping on her bed. So This is this is true. So that's what I'm saying. You know, I, th- I, think, it, I think it really could work out. So anyway, Wallman, that's my theory. On top of that, there's other weird shafts and things that have happened, like in... Oh, yeah. The- uh, Stranded posted a couple of pictures. He posted one of the uh, when they just discovered the room underneath the stairs. Well, we'll, we'll post these pictures on today's episode to funemploymentradio.com yeah. so you can take a look at it. So, yeah, one of them is the, the hidden room. Uh, one of them is also in the there's a, like an air shaft down the middle of it. Because so since it's one there's of those big old buildings. Yeah. So it's one of the big buildings and they like um, ventilation shaft. Exactly. So a lot of the big buildings, like when they were making them, because mine, I think, used to be an old hotel and they want to get like be able to have like airflow through it. So uh, if there are like apartments that are on the inside of the building, but don't face any of the outside, there are these air shafts that still allow fresh air to come through. But they look really strange. If you've ever been, have you ever seen like one in person? Uh, what do you mean? Apar- like an apartment with an air shaft? Um, I had one apartment years ago that had one attached to the bathroom window, which was very odd because you could also hear people like echo throughout. No. It was like a six or seven story building. I've, I've never lived in one. Like, I mean, I'm, I've probably been in one. Yeah. But yeah, I've never lived in one that that's like that because the it's, apartments that I lived in were all like townhouses or uh, I never lived in like one of these old apartment buildings. Actually. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, so it's odd to like be like you know in the bathroom washing your face and you hear like echoes and stuff, and then just look out 
then it's just, you know, a, a metal wall. Yeah. That's just what the air shaft is. And then it just opens that's up to weird. the top. Yeah, so there are a couple of those. I think a few of them in my building. I don't quite know. I've never really explored the entire thing. Well, so that's going on, and it's been decorated. You know, that was the key thing, the decoration of the goldfish and all yep, that. Yep, little goldfish strung around. Somebody had decorated it. this air, this shaft, which the only person that's going to be going in there would be somebody who wants a little decoration by themselves who's hanging out in the ventilation shaft when they're shimmying up and down when in it's between their whole other world. people's rooms. They want to, like, yes. fit, gussy it up a little? Little things they've stolen from other people's rooms, possibly little prizes or little decorations like you're in your room. Oh, I can't find my earring. What happened to that one earring? Oh, well, I must have lost it. No, Wallman's taking it and he's using it in a decoration somewhere. I have he's searched making a little... my apartment. There's no way that anyone's getting into there. Wallman's making his perfect little uh, partner, you know, out of like pillow cases and things and he's putting using those earrings in that and decorating this per- perfect little person up. That's what's going on. That's what I think. And I think there's a lot of people who have Wallman in their in their apartment buildings, and if you're, or ever maybe in their houses too. Maybe in you your house, you could have a wall, man. It's possible. Yeah, you have that that huge basement that you live in. I know that you you know, live in part of it, but there's also all that like untouched territory. It's no man's land. Nobody goes to no man's. Yeah, land. Yeah, which means it's probably some man's land. Mm, I don't think it's no man's. Nobody land. Nobody goes to no man's land. Mm. So, so that's that's all part of what I believe is going on at Sarah's apartment building. And this, what happened now only adds to my idea, and I've got some more theories for it, but I think we should explain what's happening. Okay. Well, there's always, it's always been kind of a fairly odd apartment. So we talked about the shafts, the secret rooms. Um, there were, like, stairways to nowhere that have since been locked. Um, one of the other things that happened was there was a mail slot. A couple people brought this up in the chat where the junk mail was supposed to go. Yes. And, um, and so there's just a slot next to the mailboxes, and everyone just sticks their, uh, their junk mail in. So the landlords didn't quite think that, like, you know, that junk mail would actually have to go somewhere. And I think they thought it was, I referred to it as, like, a mail slot to Narnia. Because they just let it for years just accumulate all of this mail. And then one day I went downstairs to go um, go down to my basement for something. And, um, and one of my neighbors was like, oh, my God, did you see the basement? I'm like, what happened? Went down there. The entire ceiling had exploded. There were hundreds... And hundreds of pounds of junk mail filling, like, this area of the basement. And it was, like, mail sticking out of the ceiling. Some of it, like, five, six years old. It broke um, one of the water pipes. Like, everything was just... Because they had just been shoving the mail through a because hole nobody in the had, wall. It was, it was going it in was between the drywall. It was literally a hole in the wall. It was just a hole in the wall with a slot, and nobody thought to ever empty it out. So it collapsed, crushing a bunch of bikes down there. Thankfully, that day I had left my bike over to a friend's house, so my bike would have been right underneath it and flattened. I mean, it weighed so much that it bent some of the bikes. It was a lot of mail. So since then, they have uh, cleaned that up a little bit, put a little trap door in on the ceiling so that you can actually, you know, empty it from time to time. Wait a minute. They didn't actually make... Uh, they didn't actually just cut out the wall and make like an actual mail slot there and like a like a bin for it. They just made a trap door in the ceiling. Yeah. So so, so it's still piling up in the same place. Oh yeah. We're like, oh, but we got this trap door that we'll check sometime. Yes. The, and then now they can open it sometimes. So it just dumps out onto the basement. I mean, I think that there has to be a better system. I would think there would be a better system. Like, why don't you just cut a little hole in there and put a recycling bin? Or something. Oh my God, this is amazing. That's emptied out. I, uh, seriously, they're just still dumping it in the same section. Yes, and they still are. And they just put a trap, a, bit door. Of a trap door. Yeah. 
I don't know, and still some male like sneaks it through the slots. So backward. Okay. Yeah. So that's. I just don't think that they're grasping. Also, that the means fact anybody that can go up there and do that. So if you're throwing your mail in there, you better hope somebody's not down there just going, "Whoop! Oh, what idea am I taking today?" Yeah, that's true. I don't think that it's that's locked. Not a secure way to dispose of mail. Uh, Mike in the chat says, "A long time ago, I knew someone who thought when you faxed something, it actually physically transported to its destination, like the piece of paper actually <laughs> went there." Sarah, how does a fax machine work? Shut up. <laughs> no, I was thinking, I was just like, yeah, that's probably when I first started understanding stuff. That's probably why I thought that. <laughs> so, so the basement is a whole different section. The basement, now, there is also the separate room down there that you discovered. Yes. Now, tell us about that the That one I was room. able to uh, store my bike in. So I, I discovered that one day when I was... Not snooping. I was, uh, I was investigating my yeah. apartment. You were I was going I was just around checking to, to see it. what doors were open or not. Yes, and there was a door that was unlocked, and I opened it. And this and is in all the basement. This weird stuff in the basement. So it's there's a separate room in the basement. Units. There's some storage units down in the basement, so a lot of people get a storage unit with their apartment. Um, so I went and I noticed that there was like this gap between two storage units, and there was a little door there, like a regular sized door, but narrow. And so I went. I'm like, hmm, I wonder what's in the door. And so I ended up turning the Turned the doorknob. It was uh-huh. unlocked, and, and found so all you this. Just went on in. <gasps> Thank you, Jez. In the chat, if you're listening and uh, you go back, um, if you're a FERC subscriber, you can see the picture of the mail slot after it collapsed on the bicycles. We'll we'll post that on the podcast as well. Yes. So that's all going up on the episode. Um. So anyway, so yes, yeah, so this little room walked in. Um. It had this weird like. Singer sewing machine, like table thing. There were feather boas. There were like weird costumes. There was a poster on the wall that from uh, circa like 1984, the book, not the uh, not the date, but said Big Brother is watching you with like the picture of Big Brother on it. Yeah, there were like holes Creepy. in the walls, um, like like kind of um, like sheets covering some of the holes in the walls. It was just bizarre. There were tapestries and just like weird somebody stuff. was possibly living down there in a room. In the basement, decorating it with their own strange things. Yes. They forgot to lock it, and you just happened to wander in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there were, yeah, there were weird lamps and, like, journals. It was, it was bizarre. That's, that is so weird just in its own right that somebody's living in the basement. I mean, and it's a big, big old apartment building, and it's creepy. And, like, you don't go, and the lights have an automatic turnoff in the basement. So, I mean, once the lights turn off, like, you're stuck in this giant dark basement by yourself. <sighs> it's not it's not a comfortable experience, it doesn't seem. So anyway, I don't know what no. was happening there. But that's okay. still there. So <laughs> they have since then uh, started to do some remodeling in the basement, which I hadn't really... Uh, I mean, I noticed, but, you know, like they do just a little bit at a time. Like, they'll start doing things because it is a big basement. And uh, since it is southeast Portland, there are a lot of people who own bicycles. And right. so um, our their bike storage, which... That happens in a lot of apartments here in Portland is in the basement, so you have to like kind of carry your bike up and down these you know big steep stairs, yeah. and store your bike down in the basement. Well, as um, you know, as more and more people have moved into my building, like the bike space is getting limited, so they decided to clear out some of the which I don't know what it used to be before, but some more room, and so they've opened up the basement a little bit more and put more like bike chain up places there, like bike things. Bike. Okay. Why am I, places why, to lock your bike. Yeah. Why am I not bike thinking lo- of the. Um, yeah. Places to lock your bike. I know. Places to lock your bike. Yeah. Bike racks. There we go. Got it. Some more bike racks down there. But as I've noticed, so they built today, out. Yes, yeah, so we're firing on all cylinders. So they put in more bike racks. 
And uh, that was that. So I just, that's all I really noticed at first. So as the bike racks were coming in and, you know, people, you know, because I'm like hot and sweaty by the time I get off my bike and I don't really look around down there. I'm just like, I get off my bike, lock it, you know, chain it to everything and like go up inside of my building and go on my merry way. Like I'm not down there wandering around. But I started to notice over the past few months that um, around, around the bike racks and on like the blank walls that surround them, there are like basically two big walls and then um, like, I don't know, like levels of bike racks probably to fit about 60, 70, 80 bikes. Okay. So it's like a, it's a big space. Yeah, it's a lot of bikes. Because there are a lot of people. And I started to notice randomly that there started to be little pieces of artwork that started to appear on the walls. Now, some of them are, like, old signs from different, like, apartment buildings. But some of them are, like, hand-painted, like, actual paintings that somebody has assembled and they started to put into my basement, like, into the basement of this Onto building. Onto the public basement walls. The public basement walls were basically... Showing what they've created. It's kind of odd. So I have one of the pictures... Yeah, yeah, and again, we'll post this on this episode of Fun Employment Radio, so if you're listening to the podcast, you go check. If you're watching live right now for the for the FERC video, this will also go in the archive, but I'm showing the video right now on there. So this is... Or very, the picture. All right, yeah, so, so there's I'm the picture. So I'm looking at this wall, and there's a lot of strange things on there. Like, it's just odd paintings. It's odd paintings. So this is... A, and, yeah, so it has a bunch of uh, old apartment building um, names that are hanging on there, like old signs. Like, this is not the apartment that I live in. Um, and it has, like... You mean the the name of the... The name, yeah, the name so of the apartment. So it's old apartment signs from an apartment that's not... That is not mine, that's yeah. That's not yours, okay. So there are all these, like, old apartment signs with, like, old phone numbers. And then there are, like, these paintings, a lot of the which... The paintings are what are the strangest part So here. there's a lot of which happen to be... Well, like really creepy okay. imagery, but let like me awesome. say, let me walk through some of these. Yeah, because these are the ones up on the wall in the public basement. Again, just randomly appearing in Sarah's. Sarah's and they basement. have been slowly. It okay. wasn't like they were just not like, I like one day there was nothing, one day there was all of them. Like I've just oh, started they're to slowly started. They've started to accumulate. Okay, let's start off with the first one. Um, I'll just go here. This may be the least strange one, although still very strange to post up in a public basement. It's a. Portrait of a nude woman sitting on like a, a striped so, uh, a, couch thing. Yeah, on a striped uh, like sofa chair. So just a nude woman hanging out, sitting on a chair. Next to that, there's this uh, this actual painting. This one next to it's no, pretty. No, this rad. is where I want to get into this because this is creepy ass shit to put up into a basement. <laughs> it's that's creepy. already weird as hell. <laughs> the next one that I'm looking at right now shows a. Well, it looks like it's probably a nude man, although it's only from the top up. And uh, he's standing there with his head down. Like hanging in shame. Like as though he's given up on life. And he's standing next to a gigantic monster that looks kind of like a cross between a bear and a Like a ferret or something? A bear, bear and a sloth, I would say. And like maybe a little raccoon with giant claws, multiple arms, and sharp, sharp teeth with its tongue sticking out with bright white eyes with no pupils standing next to this man with Greg his head down in shame. About this one. I'm saying, I'm just trying to give an accurate description. That's is a that very not an accurate, accurate description? description? Yes. That's what's happening. That's what's happening in this. These, this is, these are the things put up for all to enjoy. 
Um, There's also um, an old like Elliot Smith picture, which is super rad. Elliot it's an Smith old is Elliot Smith completely poster. out of place on that. Yeah, one. so it's like this red Elliot Smith poster next to the you know naked guy in shame with the bear monster and a completely nude woman sitting on. Which I mean, I guess not safe for work, but it's art. I mean, it's not like it's titillating or anything, but it is, you know, an image of. There's also one above the nude woman that appears to be it's more uh, it's more up for interpretation, but it looks kind of to me like some angel and devil battling it out with a red hue and like somebody's arms wrapped around the other one as it's probably choking the life out of something. Um, it, that looks there, there's a struggle there. So everyone's gonna going need on. to everyone who's listening is gonna need to go and look at your uh, visual aids because yeah. this is gonna be on this episode. Are you posting them on Instagram too? Yeah, I'll post okay. them on Instagram. All right, they'll be on Instagram as so, well. Yeah, so that's only one which I didn't even really think about it today um, because I I was just like, oh, by the way, I never really looked at this. I was just taking a picture. There's a whole other wall that I haven't even With taken a picture With other things? Of. Yeah, so this is just one of the walls. This is one of the walls. But there is this other thing. So it isn't just art that's hanging on the walls. There is this one thing that is very odd that I found. You can see a little bit of the artwork next to it. Um, I hadn't seen this before as my building open for first source. It is not. So I found this. This is the strangest thing, I think, because um, everything else is kind of attached to the wall. You know, it's all kind of surrounding all of our bike racks and everything. So everything just kind of has a place. Except for this one odd thing that is just kind of sitting there in front of the wall. So I'm putting up a picture now. This will be attached to this episode. Mm -hmm. There is some sort of bust of someone's human head yeah. That is sitting on the ground. It's just the bust. It's just the bust, and it's just sitting there So on the ground in front of some paintings, which this painting behind it, I'll get more pictures, but that the one behind this one is particularly creepy. Let me tell you. Okay, th- is there anything else you want, need to add? No, it's just I just saw that one day. I'm like, what the? Because like, all what the of hell this is, is that? crazy town that's happening in a public building. In this is, and there are like tons of people that live there like, it's a big trust thing because, I mean, this bust of a head is just sitting down there. Yeah. Like, somebody could just run off with it and be like, Okay. Yeah. So, here's what I think is going on. And this does actually add into my theories. So, back to the paintings. One, uh, this is odd, but the, what's happening here is somebody's trying to tell you a story. So, it, there's the three different, and this is going to be on the episode, so I can say it, right? It says Sunnyside Apartments. Yes, that's fine. So, there's no, that's, these three signs not... that are clearly from Sunnyside Apartments, wherever the hell that was at some point, which is not where you live, um, but it looks like somebody's collection. I think somebody's trying to tell you a story here with what's on this wall. So, this is what's happening. Sunnyside Apartments has a big thing to do with this, because there's three different signs for it. And three different, well, I guess two different phone numbers, but yeah. Right, but there's three different, three different signs. Um, I think here's somebody had some fond memories of Sunnyside Apartments or somebody, somebody has something special, some kind of special attachment to wherever that was, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. Now that they're trying to tell you something right there. Like they're trying to say, Hey, here's where it started before they ended up here. Now you keep on going through. You've got a few different stories here that are, that are happening. The angel and the devil fighting. That Are you is sure? Something... I thought that was a couple like embracing or something. Oh, it doesn't look pleasant to me. It's like painted like devil red. It's like a devil red hue. See, it for me, look it looks like, like a woman or something like bending her arms back, like hugging someone behind her, oh, and I... he's like hugging in front of her. Well, perhaps that's the confliction then that we are looking at because oh, it's this is love like a Rorschach painting for like what's going on in Greg's head. The anger at the same time. Yeah. So, I think something happened to 
the gentleman that became Wallman. He was in love. Okay, he was in love. He was doing great. That was the tender embrace. Like it was maybe a little bit of forbidden romance that was going on. Okay, he did, so that's what the the red devilish painting uh, implies. They're living there in the Sunnyside Apartments. Now, he moves in with the woman, and all of a sudden, she's just laying around nude on her sofa chairs, you know, and he's like, okay, this is, this is fun. I thought we were going to try to build something here, and, you know, you're just always sitting around all day, and you're naked, and you're not really doing anything. You know, I'm going to try to do my best here, and he's going out, you know, he's working, and now all, this is all going on, and um, nude sofa chair woman is like, you're boring. You're boring, dude. Like, you're, this isn't working out for me. I want to live, you know, my, I want to go to uh, uh, Eyes Wide Shut parties. You know, that's what I want to do. But you're not wanting to do that. And so what happens? Oh, Jesus, stop with the Eyes Wide Shut shit. <laughs> what happens? Sova chair lady, she goes. She's like, you know what? I'm done with the Sunnyside Apartments. I'm going to move on out of here. And so the next painting of the giant monster bear uh, raccoon thing and next to the man with a sunken head is lowered head. The man with the lowered head. That's Wallman. Oh, and the monster is like the love. The that- love that he lost, and that now he's feeling. He's just confused, and there's just nothing in his life except for this. Rawr, and what you know, what that thing's telling him: get to the walls. That's where you belong. You belong in the walls. You're only good enough for the walls. And he starts listening to Elliot Smith because he's all depressed. He's like, oh, let's oh, listen to yeah. Elliot Smith. You know, and so he's listening to Elliot Smith. He's like, oh man, <sighs> I think it's time. It's time for me to retreat. To my life in the walls. And he's, he's thinking about it. And he's thinking about it. He's like, you know, it's the best thing for me. It's the best thing that I can do. I can still be here where I once had that love. But now I can go exploring like sofa chair woman wanted me to do. But on his own terms. So he's hiding in the walls. He's got his safe space. But then he can venture out just a little bit at a time into other people's apartments to see what their lives are like. To explore what others are doing. All right, I do have something. And then he goes and hides back into his... Back into his wall. Okay, I've been analyzing this picture now, and I've been thinking, because I really I only took this like really quickly, so I didn't get a chance to look at it this morning. I think that there is a clue hanging on that wall. I, I mean, I think I just gave you a ton of clues. Okay, but I think there's a clue as to who the woman was. Who? Because, okay. look at this. If you look at the picture of the wall, the uh, initial one. Again, these s- are all at uh, funemploymentradio.com at episode 2056. Yes, yeah, so underneath the Elliott Smith picture, do you see that uh, elongated picture that's underneath that? Yes. That is one of those. I just realized this now. That's yeah, it says one of those, something. That yeah, those paintings mm-hmm. that says something. Uh, that is a secret name. I it said like Honolulu or something. Or what, what is it? It looks like a Hawaiian. It could be somebody's actual name. Maybe it's the name of the woman who broke his heart. Oh boy. We don't know that for sure. It spells out something. It does spell out something. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Uh, so I'm saying I think that that's kind of a hint. Okay. So. I think we've kind of solved a lot of this. So Wallman, though, the question is, why is he showing everybody this now? Now, he also knows that you've gone into his secret apartment before. Um, He knows that you're aware of his existence, and probably a lot of other people in the building aren't. And he knows you know. That's true. And I have been there, like, the longest Also, your room is pretty messy to where they, um, you know, he probably could get in there and not know... And you wouldn't know he was there a lot. Actually, it's that's very true. Right favorites. now, my apartment is very messy because it's very hot, and I can only be in there for like a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. So I go in there to mostly just change, like do something for the show, and then like get on my stuff and then leave there. Because during the summer, it's not. I love it, but it's very warm. So yeah. it is messy right now. Yeah. If there was ever a time that he might get into my apartment, it would probably be right now. He's there 
right now. He's not as there. He doesn't want to be sitting in my hundred degree speak, apartment. Doesn't affect Wallman. Come on. Um, no, he's probably there right now. But right. I think we've seen some clues. But what I need, uh, what I need, you need is the other the rest. wall. I need the other wall. I will give you. Okay, so to- I need the other wall to tell the entire story. So we've gotten to the point where Wallman clearly, based on these paintings, we've ascertained why he decided. You know, it's love lost. Why he decided to go in there. I mean, it really is all spelled out. I mean, it's just as clear as day. But now we have to interpret like the, a book yeah, to me. the tropical sign, and I, we need to see the ending. I, need to, I didn't know what happened next. Yeah. Because uh, right now he's having an awakening, and I think he's getting ready to expose himself to the world and bring Ew. himself out. And so I think what you're seeing is this is him preparing for his grand entrance back onto the stage of, uh, of, of the world. And this is where we're getting. Gross, I don't want that. This is where we're getting. Yeah, I mean, Wallman is trying to communicate with you, I think, in particular. And I'm just helping to... Because he knows that I'll be the one that... I'm just helping to interpret the story. I mean, I have lived there, like, pretty much the longest, I think, now. I think that he's like, all right, hey, it's you. Uh Oh, so it's like, he's like my Phantom of the Opera, and I'm Christine Daae. Oh, boy. Oh, and he's, yeah, and so he's singing there, so he's he like leaving me little a... presents, because it is all art that I really like. I do, I do appreciate creepy, he, like, monster He wants you to be art. his nude woman on a sofa chair. Ew. And that's what Wallman wants. Okay, well, now you just made it creepy. No, I don't I know if that's what he wants. Romantic. We don't know if that's where he's going. Um, so on the other wall, no spoilers, but there is... No, don't spoil. All right, I won't tell you the rest. Because I, I, I have no idea. I want to wait. I want to wait to interpret we'll the rest of it. We'll do it, too, for... I will take pictures of the rest of it for tomorrow. All right, Wallman Part 2 tomorrow. Stop calling it Wallman. And also, if anyone can please figure out uh, what that painting says. Do you know his name? Says. Somewhere back in the day, he had a name. God. I bet we can figure it out through these paintings, though. I should lead a <laughs> class in this, man. I could, I could really find a career of helping out the Wallman of the world. And help them. Nobody... Do not help the wall men of the world. They do not need help. You don't know. You don't know what drove them to this. Yeah, I don't know what drove them to it, but I don't need to I don't need to help them. Wall men love Sarah. Okay. <laughs> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Got a few stories for you today. Have an update on one that we uh, that we all know and love, but I'll start with this. Okay. First up, McDonald's. Did you know that the Big Mac is 50 years old? 50. I'm 50, 50 years, years old. old. Well, the McDonald's is marking like the 50th anniversary of its Big Ma- of the Big Mac by launching its own burger currency. Oh god. A McDonald's burger currency. I mean, we all saw this coming. Called MacCoin. So, uh, so it's MacCoin <laughs> burger currency. The MacCoin will be handed out to every customer who orders one of the Big Mac burgers at any of the branches across the globe to celebrate the 50th anniversary. The coins, which are embellished with images of a Big Mac and the number 50, can be exchanged at McDonald's for another free burger. Uh, so you go get a burger, you get a coin, then you and can you exchange get it for one. another free yeah. burger. All right. Wow. Yeah, so it's... Uh, so Big I want to Mac- redeem it right now. Uh, so the Big Mac currency will be um, able to be used all the way through the rest of 2018, with the coins expected to be launched worldwide uh, this Thursday. Are you going to go get one? I don't. I don't really like Big Mac. Those are the ones with the extra patty in the middle, right? Uh, or not the patty, the, the extra, extra bun, bun in the bun. middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yep. don't like that. It was always too like soppy for me, and I'm not a. I'm not a foodie. I'm not a food snob. Right. No. You're it's not. just not my jam. I don't like too much bun. 
I mean, I'll go to them if I'm in a pinch. I mean, I kind of want to go to get... See, this is why these marketing this garbage works, because uh-huh. I'm like, well, I just want to go and get, like, what am I... One of the you want the one of the, one of the, the Mac coin? I'll get a set of them and make them earrings. I have little hamburger earrings. Oh, that would be awesome. Would it? Yes. All right, did you know that there's also a Big Mac museum? What's I in a Big Mac know. museum? It's a Big Mac museum. So I'm just trying to think. In... I was struck there for a second. I'm like, yeah, what you is were it? really struck. Well, yes, I know for the, all, all right. of a half a second. Um, what what is what is in that? The Big Mac Museum is in North Huntington, Pennsylvania. It seems like that would be where it is. Uh, so it pays tribute to the Big Mac and its um, Big Mac Museum <laughs> with a 14 foot tall replica and a life size gold statue of the Big Mac's founder, Jim Delegati. <laughs> so that seems like a really boring museum because that's pretty much it. Yeah. Well, you know, a for giant... some people are big, big, big fans of the Big Mac. That's true. I mean, are there Big Mac and Whopper people like to get in fights over it? Like, I'm a Whopper man. I I'm a Big so. Mac man. I was always. I mean, sorry, not just man. It could be a, I'm a Whopper lady. Person. I'm a Whopper person. I'm a Big Mac um, person. I was always know. a. I just pictured somebody who's really going to get in a fight growing over up, you know, fast food burger as being I know. A, a dude. Well, but... um, you know, growing up, you know, McDonald's was kind of a delicacy. I mean, do you yeah. remember? Yeah, there was no, just kind of. No, we talked about that before. Yeah, time. it was yeah. like it was exciting when you got to go to McDonald's. Like it's right. you know there weren't a lot of options and it was fun. I loved. I think this was McDonald's quarter pounder with cheese. We always just got chicken nuggets. Oh, chicken quarter pounders with cheese wanted. are my favorite. Yeah. Or then whatever, like when I could still get the kids to meals, whatever that would just be a cheeseburger mm. or McNuggets. All right. Anyway, um, so we are alone in our not love of Big Macs. Yeah. One point three billion McMa- uh, Big Macs were sold in just the last year. Wow. 1.3 billion. Million, billion? Billion, not million. So people do love Big Macs. Yeah. Oh, look at those hamburger no, earrings someone posted in the chat. Oh, I love those. All right. Next up, have a strange story out of Japan, which is kind of genius and pretty creepy. Okay. A Japanese firm. <laughs> sums up a lot of things. <laughs> yes. A Japanese advertising firm or advertising agency has started selling ad space printed on the armpits of attractive women who are commuting. Printed on the armpit? So how do you see it? On commuters' armpits who are holding on to the bar or the whatever it is or the strap, whatever they need to. A Japanese advertising agency has begun to sell advertising space on attractive young women... Who are commuters' armpits. How much are they getting? Well, they've just signed their first client. Um, so this is called the Wakino Ad Company. They go by... Uh, so Wakino. So uh, Waki is, I guess, the Japanese term for armpit. Huh. Was set up earlier this year. And so they've been trying to pursue uh, young lady commuters who would like to put advertisements in their armpits for the morning commute. So the company's wow. website has images of sample advertisements. Like permanent tattoos. No, no, it's just... It, it's temporary. It's a temporary one that they'll put on, on it. <laughs> but they have to be attractive armpits. I mean, I'm out. My, I don't think my armpits would make I the, mean, I, I make the can't cut. really speak. I don't really find armpits to be alluring to me. Yes. But, um, Some people like the gentle curvature oh, that's, that's of a nice fine. armpit. There's nothing wrong with sure. that. Sure. Um, so they have I'm samples. Just saying, of, I'm not one to judge on attractive armpits. So, all right. So they have samples of um, the advertisements that you that you know if you are hired and would like to do this, and you are an attractive young Japanese woman who's commuting in the mornings, you can use a rectangular fur, full color ad measuring two inches by four inches, nestled snugly into the armpit, 
For one hour of exposure, you get about 70 pounds. So that's like, what, 100 bucks? 70 pounds? Yeah. British, they're measuring it in British well, pounds? Well, they said uh, 10,000 yen, and then they have next to it 70 pounds? 70 I'm pounds. not sure what the exchange is, but yeah, it's probably about 100 bucks. Yeah, for one hour of exposure. Mm. Just for <laughs> riding around, showing off your armpit advertising. Would you do it? No. no. Why not? Because I'm so sweaty, it would just like melt off of me. $91 right now. Okay. For a pound sterling to a U.S. dollar. Yeah, so the models uh, who are displaying the advertisements are pictured, you know, when they're trying to pitch these to people, grasping overhead handles on trains or stretching on the trains to show off their armpits. So they're using that. Also, this company... Where would you, where would you have to put it for you to take the money? I would do it on, like, the side what of my arm. What about a neck tattoo? A neck tattoo? Yeah. Like a permanent one or just like a sticky on No, like this thing. Yeah. Like on my arm? I guess a neck. Stick it on there for your, on your neck for an hour. But nobody's going to be looking at my neck. They will if you have a giant, colorful <gasps> rectangle that says... I'm a Big Mac girl on right. it or something. Well, one of the other ones. Um, so Japan actually uses has used human bodies before for advertising purposes. So this one's, um, this isn't the first part of the female body. So this is the armpit one. However, there is another company that uh, has launched many advertising campaigns to purchase the space in the back of a model's legs. And this is something that they rent out strategically between the hem of their skirt and the top of knee socks. So it's the backs of these girls' legs that they will rent out for ad space and make a ton of money just for, like, having... How them. much? I don't Well, at least, like, 100 bucks an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so more than uh, 1,300 women applied to, be, uh, applied to be advertisers for the skirt long sock thing. And um, so the armpit one is going to be going through the summer, but as the autumn months arrive and people start to wear their jackets anymore, of course, it, it's kind of a moot point. Right. If you can't see it. That's where you go for the neck. Okay, can you stop with the neck thing? All right, do finally have an update. Do you remember from earlier in the year, the New Jersey superintendent, or as he's now being called, the pooperintendent? <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Explain again what exactly did you, how, how did this so happen? I will tell you. I was, but that is like the best thing. I'm like, the thank you, Internet. The poop, <laughs> he's now called the pooperintendent. But he's not going to be a pooper intendant much longer because the New Jersey superintendent at- accused of pooping on the high school track has resigned from his position. Thomas uh, Tramaglini is accused of repeatedly pooping on the track and field, uh, track and football field at Holmdel High School. Yes, he has, in uh, fact, resigned from his job. He's why was it he did it again? Uh, let's see. He's 42. He resigned as superintendent for the Kenilworth School District. Um, an email to staffers said that Tramalglini uh, was resigning due to events unrelated to a service for Kenilworth. The email I, continued. Go ahead. Yeah, Sorry. it has become clear uh, to both, let's see, Tramalglini and the Kenilworth Board of Education that his continued service as the superintendent of schools has become too distracting uh, for the district. So he was arrested in May and accused of pooping on the Holmdale High School track and football field on a daily basis. Remember, he was the morning yeah, guy? Yeah, that's right, because it's not like a one-time thing. It's like a, f- a fetish It was multiple times, it. and yeah. sometimes it would be on the like grass. It's not like it an be... accident or, no. you know. I mean, he's clearly setting out in his morning thing. He's like, like, I'm going to get a bagel, a cup of coffee, a paper, and go poop on the field. Yep. What were you going to say, though? I was just going to say, pooperintendent.com is for sale. Just, I don't think I'm going to purchase that one, though. Was. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, it's for sale. That's pretty good. I don't know what I would want to do with pooperintendent.com. Yeah, that seems like a go. Yeah, but I don't think there's anything I want to be involved with. 
Okay, so the allegations, of course, received national attention, dubbing him the pooper intendant. His attorney says the accusations are false and that his client is looking forward to his day in court to clear up this mess. Well, if was, it is false, that sucks, but they have him on video, right? Um, also, so he has an attorney, but uh, this is how you can tell that this is going to be amazing, and I hope that they film this, because Tramoglini was making $150,000 a year as superintendent. Now that he's unemployed, he plans to focus all of his energy on defending himself in court. Oh, well, yeah, you know he's, he's not going to get an attorney. He's focusing all of his efforts to defend himself in court. All please, right. please, please have that live streamed. You just instantly know they're guilty when, or they're they're crazy at least. The, Guil- I, I, maybe I not think guilty. guilty. I think crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I'm like, oh, you're defending yeah, maybe you're yourself, not and you're not a lawyer. Yeah, you crazy. Man, uh, so I get also, not being able to afford them. They have public attorney. At least get somebody. Uh, Tramoglini uh, has notified uh, the Holmdale Police Department that he plans to file a lawsuit over the mugshot. Authorities took over his arrest. He claims the charges against him: public defecation, lewdness, and littering. Oh, okay. Oh, so he's not quite claiming that he didn't do it. Well, I think he's going for like a whole bunch of tactics. He knows the oh. not educated lawyer. He isn't. He said they're all low-level municipal uh, municipal offenses and didn't require a booking photo. Oh, so he's embarrassed okay. about the about the poop shot that came out. Uh, well. So his alleged activities came to light earlier this year after Holmdel uh, High School staff and athletic coaches told a school resource offices, officer that they were finding human feces uh, at or on the track and football field on a daily basis. They monitored the field until they identified Tremoglini as a suspect. Got him in the act. So his resignation takes uh, place on September 30th. And if you're looking for a job out in New Jersey, they're looking for an interim superintendent. <laughs> Not another pooper Hello, Mr. Pooper Intended. Stop it. All right, there you go, my friends. There's your world of crazy. Crazy. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, pooper Intended. All right, I do have a little bit of ball talk. Actually, I've got one story that's actually kind of a good story that I want to talk about ball talk. Before Ooh. I do that, I want yes. to remind everybody, Rose City Comic Con. Heck yeah. Coming up September 7th through the 9th 7th, of this 8th, year. 9th. Right here. In Portland, Oregon, at the Oregon Convention Center, and uh, you can get your tickets now. It's three days of pure awesomeness because it's just fun. It's just really, really fun. And they have wanting us to to keep on updating you on the guests. Let me just say this. When you go to Rose City Comic Con 2018, uh, rosecitycomiccon.com, go Mm. there, click on it, and uh, when you take a look at the guests, the first ranked, I mean, granted, it helps because of the spelling of the name of uh, celebrity guests for Rose City Comic Con this year. Mr. Aaron Duran. <gasps> That's amazing. Aaron is on there. It helps having the two A's in the first name to get the first ranking because it's alphabetical it. order. But still, that's really, really awesome. So Aaron's one of the uh, guests that's on there. He's on the same page as uh, Chelsea Kane. I mean, it's just like a huge list. Huge. Oh, Ibrahim. Ibrahim's also going to be on there. Oh. Ibrahim Mustafa, another one of our buddies here, um, who's going to be there. That's really cool that they, they do. They, they focus on having local people in as well, in addition to bringing in, like, Carl Urban. You know, Carl, Carl oh, Urban I'm just seems this. like he'd be fun to hang out with. Oh, and Tom Welling from Smallville, who's the one who played like the oh, yeah, Superman. Oh, uh-huh. he's dreamy. <laughs> and he's going to be there, too. He's going to be there. Um, yeah, I mean, Michael Rosenbaum, also from Smallville. They got a couple. He was uh, oh, yeah. Lex Luthor. Oh, awesome. In Smallville. Uh-huh. Oh, man, they've got so many. Oh, my gosh. There's like so many different people that are going to be in this. 
It's just really cool. It's really, really cool. So uh, lots of lots of people that are going to be there, but uh, more importantly, it's just a lot of fun, and they're supporting us right now by getting some advertisements on here. David Tennant, that's another guy that would be really cool to hang out with. Oh, yeah. David, yeah. Carl Urban, for some reason, to me, still the... You I- still never watched Broadchurch, have you? No. Broad- David Tennant is... I haven't. Amazing I, in I'm, Broad I've Church. Heard it's, I've heard it's great. Oh, I heard it's I so like it. great! It's I mean, it's very depressing, but it's such a well done show. And David Tennant, like, it just shows like the scope of his, um, the, yeah. you know, the scope of his acting ability. He's just incredible in it. Um, Ralph Macchio, Karate Kid's gonna be there. That'd be kind of cool. Okay, stop. Okay, all right, I'll stop. Anyway, yes. RoseCityComicCon dot com. Get your tickets, and uh, thank you to them for supporting us. All right, ball awesome. talk. Yes. Oh, sorry. my computer is there. We go. <laughs> I probably shouldn't do that. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Uh, I'm just going to focus on one story in ball talk, and it's about a sport that I don't normally talk about because I think the story is kind of interesting, and it has to do with the Tour de France. The Tour de France. Oh, Sarah. yes. Is that already happening again? It's already over. It's already happened. Like recently? Yes. I remember I watched it last year. I didn't even know it was happening this year. Yes. It's already happened. Gotcha. It's done. It's over with. But uh, what I wanted to talk about is not the person who got first. It's the person who got dead last. There And there actually is an award for getting dead last. It's kind of a, I, I think it's a bit of a tongue-in-cheek thing, but whoever gets dead last, there's a specific award they get. But this guy who got last is pretty damn inspiring. So his name's Lawson Craddock. He's American. And uh, I think from Texas originally. Uh, so he's, he's an American rider. And on the second leg, this or stage two, he, let me see. Oh, no, excuse me, in stage one. So in the very first stage of this, you know, it's a multiple three-week race, basically. And so less than 100 miles into the 2018 Tour de France, which somebody trains forever to do, you know, and all that stuff, he got hit, somehow hit a water bottle. And like a, I think a water bottle rolled out onto the, um, tra- onto the uh, road yeah, yeah. and completely crashed uh, severely, like fracturing his shoulder blade, bruised his eye socket and had blood running down his face. But his bike was okay and he got back on and kept riding. And there's all this video of him, you know, finishing out that stage oh. one. And so, you know, for most people, for some kind of injury like that, it's like, wow, that's amazing you finished that stage. You're done. Go, go home now. But they determined that his injury wasn't going to be structurally unless he crashed again he could technically still ride but he was going to be in severe pain but he did it anyway he kept on riding stage after stage and it got to the point where his team that he was riding with you know they weren't going to win but they decided they're they're like we're going to stick it out with him and see how long you know Lawson will ride well he rode all the way until the very end I finished the Tour de France. Oh, cool. And, uh, you know, there's video of him with just, like, this blood running down his face. And oh, then, man. You know, a giant, his eyes just all messed up because he bruised it. But finished the entire thing, uh, playing through the pain, as they say, just because he, he wanted to see if he could do it. And he did it. And he did it. Oh, I think that's pretty cool. That's great. He finished four and a half hours behind the first place person. But there's but just this swarm finished. of media surrounding him when he finished. Just because that's, uh, that, I can only imagine what that felt like. With a broken shoulder. Riding a bike through mountains on a broken shoulder. Okay, yeah. That sounds horrible. That sounds not awesome. But pretty cool. So, Boss and Craddock, I just wanted to point out that. That's awesome. So not, not, a, not a bad story in ball talk today. That concludes this edition. Of? Of ball talk. <laughs>
I said ball talk first, so I didn't want to say it again. <laughs> no, but then it feels like it unfinished it when you. you didn't say it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was kind of... It was unfinished business. Unfinished. Also, uh, another announcement to make here before we wrap up for the day. The Portland Podcast Festival. I heard they announced that uh, submissions are open for podcasts. I so, hear that they did. So today. if you have a podcast, or if you're a fan of a, another podcast... Um, which I'm sure that you're not. There's the only one. You only listen to Fun Employment Radio. We know that. I mean, there's only one oh, podcast right. you listen That'll to. That'll do. No. No. Uh, if you're a fan of a podcast or you have a podcast and you want uh, that one to submit to the Portland Podcast Festival, the submissions are open. And we would absolutely love, you know, everybody to apply. Uh, so it's pdxpodfestival.com. Uh, the, all the links are on there or it's slash submission. And you can. But we uh, trust you. We believe in you. I know you can find it. You can find it. Yeah. yeah. No, PDX, it's, it's all there right on the PDX site. PDXpodfestival.com. PDXpodfestival.com. So submissions are open. So we'll get to those podcasts in there and apply to be part of the festival this year. It'd be cool. All right. Uh, is that it for today? <sighs> I'm excited well, yeah, for Wallman Part Two because I, I got to know. I got to know what else is on the there. The other wall is pretty. The, the story's only half finished. No, it's only half finished. And I don't know. It feels like every time I draw attention to something in the building, then all of a sudden, like I don't have access to it anymore. So I don't know if I've just taken these pictures and now it's going to go away because Wallman I've never didn't been want able. Somebody else to see the art. Yeah, I've never been able to get back into the shaft with the goldfish hanging in there. Um, now they've locked up. Yeah, the staircase that went to nowhere. Wallman's in your room right now. I mean, so He's many in different there things. Sweating in my bed, sweating it Ew. out. Yeah, just sweating away, rolling around on there. Uh, we'll post these pictures on this episode of Fun Employment Radio. Let us know if you have your own theories about what the paintings mean. I think I've interpreted them pretty well. And if you can figure out what that one at the bottom says, I'm really curious. Yeah, about that. what that one says too. Yeah, yeah, we really want to know. So uh, please. Uh, please go to FunEmploymentRadio.com under episode 2056 and let us know. While you're there, you can check out episode 2055 with the our, our favorite friend, Bobby Lee, who was in studio here over this last, uh, what was that, on Friday? On Friday. Yeah, Bobby's just awesome. It was so, I was talking to our friend Amanda Pants yesterday and I was telling her that we had Bobby. She's like, Bobby Lee just loves you guys. <laughs> and we love him right yeah. back. He's the best. Yeah, <laughs> We're, he's, he's over the years become yeah. one of our pals. So Bobby... Uh, check out that episode. It was a lot of fun. Also, don't mean to like have a sad note, but we do also want to give our um, deepest condolences to our friends Valentine and Leah and their family, who was going through a pretty tough loss over the weekend. So yeah. we're thinking of you. Um, much love to you and your family. Yeah. And if there's so anything sorry. we can do, please let us know. Yep. But yeah. Just sorry for your sorry for your loss. All right. Um, all right. Ooh. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. As usual, we love all of you for listening to this show. We love all of you so much. Thanks so much. And we'll talk to you tomorrow with another episode. Of funemploymentradio.com. Fun <laughs> 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 uh.